Good morning, everyone. In the beginning of Parshas Toldos, Yitzchak and Rivka were childless, and they each davened for children. As you know, the Pasuk says, Vayeyaser lo Hashem, vataha Rivka ishto. Hashem answered him, and Rivka, his wife, conceived. Many of you are already familiar with the Rashi on this Pasuk. Rashi asks, if we know they both davened for children, why didn't Hashem answer lahem to both of them? Why did Hashem respond to Yitzchak's prayer over Rivka's? So Rashi quotes the Gemara. Lo v'lo la, she'ein domet tzadik ben tzadik tzadik ben rasha. Because there's no comparison between the prayer of a righteous person who's the son of a righteous person and the prayer of a righteous person, the child of a wicked person. Therefore, Hashem allowed himself to be entreated by him, by Yitzchak, and not by her. Let's look a bit closer at this concept. Both Rivka and Yitzchak forged personal connections with Hashem, which they channeled during their prayers. Tefillah is about a relationship between each individual and Hashem. Both Yitzchak and Rivka had created their own relationships with Hashem. Rivka did it from scratch. She was a tzaddikas bas rasha. She didn't grow up with an understanding of Hashem. She came to it on her own when she joined Avraham's family. She was what we would call a balas tshuva, someone who independently found Hashem rather than one who grew up within a religious framework. That's incredible. We know such a person occupies a position even a complete tzaddik can't reach. But then there is Yitzchak's side. Yitzchak grew up in Avraham and Sarah's home. From infancy, he breathed emuna and a relationship with Hashem. It would have been all too easy for him to ride on his parents' relationship instead of forging his own individual connection. It would have been natural for him as a quote-unquote from-from-birth person to imitate what he saw his parents do and relate to Hashem just as they did. Yet he didn't. Just like Rivka, Yitzchak also developed his own individual connection to Hashem, and it was not a carbon copy of his father's. In fact, his approach of Gvura contrasted very directly with his father's chesed. The ability to come from a religious background and still develop his own relationship was a huge accomplishment. And for reasons beyond our time limit, when it came to tefillah, Yitzchak's tefillah, as an expression of who he was, was more potent. This year, I was struck when reading this Rashi, and I thought about what Avraham and Sarah's reaction could have been as Yitzchak, their precious son, didn't follow exactly on their path, but forged his own way of relating to Hashem. It's a pretty neat thing to think through. Avraham was the founder of Judaism. One could make a compelling argument that since he started it, his son should clearly follow his path. It must be the right one. And don't think that Yitzchak's choices to be different than his father didn't have real ramifications. It did. When Avram and Sarah first came to Eretz Canaan, do you remember they came with Hanefesh Asher Asu Becharan, the many, many people they had taught about Hashem and they had converted. Where were all those people under Yitzchak's watch? We never hear from them again because his approach of Gvura scared them off. They disappeared. One can imagine that Avraham and Sarah could have room to feel upset. Why are you doing things differently than us? Yet, I don't know of any source that implies such a thing. Because what we want as parents is for our children to not only love Hashem and learn His Torah because that's what they saw us do, but because they have their own individual, personal relationship with Him. And that, by definition, means doing things differently than we do them. And that brings us right to teenagers. Adolescence is a time when children begin to forge their own identity apart from their parents. 
Teenagers have their own opinions and often don't hesitate to share them. As parents, we can choose to take offense and argue our position, or we can listen to their perspectives with interest. After all, it's exciting to watch our children grow and develop from stage to stage. And if we understand what is happening developmentally, we can accept it as the healthy and natural unfolding of this new stage. We want our children to become adults who have a strong identity and sense of self. We want them to have their individually developed relationship to Hashem, to Judaism. And as we see that begin to unfold in adolescence, we can be supportive and understanding of our teenagers. They are on the way to following Yitzchak, forging their unique identity and powerfully individual relationship with Hashem and the world. Have a great day.